It is a Sunday evening, and it is time to welcome Jocelyn Stone to the program. Jocelyn, how are we doing today? I'm doing wonderful. The weather is getting better in Vegas. It's not so miserably hot. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid to go out of the house this week. <laughs> well, you had a great referral. Rebecca Love says, you got to get Jocelyn. And uh, yeah. she'll teach those boys a thing or two, she says. <laughs> depends. Depends on the questions. Bring them. <laughs> depends. Yeah. Uh, depends. <coughs> now, now, depends. I think that's what an 85-year-old woman's panties smell like. Depends. It depends. <laughs> it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now I, they're making those depends. And so, are you going to know if the 85-year-old woman is wearing them? Depends. Depends. Yeah. All right. Well, we are here this weekend, and it is great to have you. Also, uh, Eric Monty is with us as well, too, so I always like to welcome Eric. And Eric has a new family member. He has a cat named Maddie now. Yeah, how's a kitten. A kitten. Well, how's the kitten doing? He's doing fine, but I banned him from my bedroom for a couple of days. He knocked over a bottle of Valium, and thank God, thank God I had the uh, safety cat for him. Oh, yeah. We hate to have a cat, a kitten take Valium. Yeah. He's, he's some wired up pussy there. <laughs> the bottles are kid-proof and adult-proof, but not cat-proof. Well, Jason, let's talk a little bit. We met. Uh, back a few years ago, I happened to be in Las Vegas, and I thought um, this was one of those weekends where uh, my wife and I went out. We went out for the Herschel Savage event that we were going to, and then the next night we thought, you know, we're just going to stay over another couple nights, and we ended up back in Vegas, and um, it really had tired my wife out so much, she decided to stay back in the motel and watch Food Network. And I went out and did karaoke and oh uh, found you guys. So it was a, a fun night. What a neat night. Look at that. Look at that picture. And that was the 4th of July one. Yeah. And that's when we were over at a different bar. And, um, yeah, Claudia Marie came out. And then Coco Velvet, right after that, she found out she was pregnant and had a baby. It wasn't so she really doesn't. It, she she doesn't venture out very often anymore. So that was kind of a big night. She she was sitting next to me at the bar, and she leaned over to talk to somebody, and she had her ass like right in my face. And I said, <laughs> "Oh, uh, uh, you're okay." And she says, "I'm more than just okay." So. <laughs> Yeah, and, kind of walked into that one. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who this guy was. He was there, too. Oh, that's Haley. That's one of my good friends. Yeah. All right. Love Haley. All right. And then, well, there's Rebecca. Oh, Miss Rebecca, you got a picture before she got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Her eyes are still open. Yeah. Singing a little song what there. What were you singing? Mario Z. I love this. Oh my God. Oh, there were a lot of people there. 
Yep, it was summertime. Look at Claudia. That's a great yeah. outfit. <laughs> I don't know who she was, but I remember talking to her. Yeah. All right, anyway, that's just uh, that's a little sample of what I had. Awesome. Oh, is somebody uh, listening to the news? Yeah, Jorge, turn uh, <laughs> turn the news off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is somebody? What what's happening back there? When did this get political? Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! Oh, <laughs> so, hello, Aaron. So, anyway, let's let's talk here. about. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what you do, Jocelyn. I know you have a podcast, you have a YouTube channel, and OnlyFans, and and we'll put in our, our link uh, on the site, uh, jocelynstonexxx.com, and we can find all those links. But give us an overview of what you do. An overview, you know what, uh, I've always been the person that wants to know that I know how an industry works. So you can't do just one thing and go, oh, you know, I know everything about this industry. So when I got into the adult industry, it was in 07, in May of 07 was the first time I filmed, and that's when the economy was crashing. I come from corporate, I lost my job like a million other people, and I had to figure out how to make my so I got into it just because I'm an exhibitionist, and I'm like, you're going to pay me to watch me? All right. That was easy. So that's how I got into it. But then I started doing a lot of things behind the scenes, um, making friends with people. And I still filmed a lot because I was new. The new girls always film a lot. In that, I gathered um, uh, phone numbers and addresses and who did what and all this. I was always available. I, to this day, will do um, uh, almost like a maid service if somebody needs it on a big set or something because I'm not going to freak out that there's dildos and cum stains, oh my, you know. It's like whatever. So I'll do that. I, um, I do booking for another company. I build sets for another company. Um, and I do um, some accounting, almost like, uh, more like bookkeeping for another company, and um, then we do the podcast. When I moved to Vegas eight years ago, in fact, September 8th, um, eight years ago, I moved out here, and I didn't, I missed doing radio, I missed doing all these things. I didn't miss California's taxes, my house payment all of that. That was just outrageous. But when I got here, I got to know Rebecca, who was doing karaoke triple X, and uh, she interviewed me. And when she interviewed me, she realized that um, I got a big mouth and I'm not afraid to say what I'm thinking. And she's like, holy shit, you're the opposite of what I do. Now, she's almost the same as what I do. She's blunt and direct. But I don't think it's brutal. <laughs> well, I, so you, guys are, you we, guys are like two peas in a pod, I think. And, and I mean, you guys are great friends. And it's yeah. uh, always seeing you online together. And it's just a great friendship from what I can tell. Yeah, we even watch each other's dogs. 
Nice. She, she brought the girls over here, and I watched her dogs for like five days while she was gone. And when I was just in Portland, she was watching my boy. And, you know, it just, yeah, our kids are together, <laughs> our fur babies. You know, yeah, it's family. like, hey, are you going to be home? I need to get, I, I'm going out of town, you know. And I'm like, yeah, just chuck them in the back door. They're fine. Mm -hmm. They know where the food and water is. <laughs> now, she said you were a, a dominatrix too, and you're going to teach us boys, uh, us little bitches, some shit. Well, see, here's the thing with that. I've always been dominant in my in my life, and the corporate. I came from mortgage, so um, and I was a mortgage funder. So that's very uh, my everyday. I was very dominant. I've always had a dominant personality. I met up with a director, and I, I, I was doing fetishes. I didn't even know there were names for the things that I was doing. I just went, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission, so I'm going to stick this up his butt, you know, things like that. And, um, yeah, I learned a lot going to certain fetish parties. Um, I lucked out in the people that uh, have mentored me. And, um, yeah, I, I can teach people some things, but it also depends on where the conversation goes. I'm not one of those dominant females that goes, I hate men, and you will get on your knees. No, if that's not your thing, I don't want you on your knees. Who wants to force somebody to do something, you know? I believe in the consent, and if you tell me you want your little ass paddled at some point throughout the evening, your little ass is going to get paddled, you know, but there's a consent there. So, yeah. Uh, another question is, as I'll start off and we'll let everybody else answer or ask questions. Um, you live in Vegas, and how is that now becoming the new, the new area for porn? I see a lot of people moving there um, because California has this or they have that or this or that or money reasons. They just seem to have now settled in the Las Vegas area. 90% of it is money reasons. Right. It's so freaking expensive to, you can, it, you literally have to film so much porn, porn you're going to blow out your pussy in order to pay your rent for a teeny tiny matchbox apartment. You know, it's ridiculous. Move someplace else and go and get an Airbnb for a week and shoot for a whole week and then take three weeks off if you have to, if you have to go into L.A. It's only a four-hour trip. I mean, I just shot down there two weeks ago, and I drove down there. I left at 5 o'clock in the morning, drove down to California into L.A. I um, went straight to set. I filmed, and then by the end of the day, I was exhausted, of course, went to my hotel, took a shower, passed out. And the next day, got up, shot again. As soon as I was done, home. You know, it, it is what you make of it. But Vegas, um, it's cheaper here. You can get a studio. You can um, build a, like a cam-style house and everything. But whoever did the promotion, what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, I'd really like to find that person and punch him in the dick because that is the biggest fucking bullshit lie on the planet. The only thing that it, bars do not close. That's it. Everything else is illegal. You're not allowed to have dungeons. Um, when I was talking about consent, 
it doesn't matter if a consenting adult of 65 years old, he is well over 18, well over 21, ask me, paddle my ass, I can go to jail for striking him, and then him being engaged with me, he can go to jail as well. So there's no dungeons, there's no big play parties, nothing fucking happens here. Nothing happens here. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, good, interesting to find out. Hey, let's go to a few, few of our uh, guys here. David is with us. David, how are we doing today? David's from Los Angeles. Hey, I'm doing good. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, now I just uh, wanted to know, how was the transition from, like, after the pandemic, how everything just shut down? How did you, you know, go about that transition? I work from home. Um, 90% of what I do, it, I'm self-contained anyway. I tell people I'm a hermit. And I do everything from home. I take pictures at home. I have a couple of studios that I go to. I wasn't doing sets anymore because she wasn't shooting. Um, I wasn't uh, booking for another company because he wasn't booking anything. Everything was shut down. So those things tapered off. And I just started busying myself with other stuff, you know, all, uh, any short videos, any of my custom videos, mailing out packages, um, more podcast stuff. When something makes me nuts on, on the TV or somebody messages me, I'll do a rant about it and then put it on my YouTube. So I, I kept myself busy with other things. And I did find, I did find a, a bar. And it was a biker bar. It was a biker headquarters. One of my friends told me about it and said that him and his girlfriend were going to go so we could drink. And I'm like, I want to go to a bar so bad. And we ended up at a biker's headquarters and, and went drinking. And it was funny because Rebecca's like, you found a bar that was open? Oh, it was hilarious. It was on a podcast that we did, too. She was so jealous because she wasn't allowed to leave her house. <laughs> but it was easy for me. It was easy for me because I work from home already, you know? So it was simple. Nice. Nice. Uh, Charles, let's go to San Francisco and check in with Charles. What's going today, Charles? Nope, he's sleeping. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I just found your thing on YouTube, and one of the first things I saw was Amazon Prime phone scam, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be interesting. I worked in banking for years, but of the years that I worked in banking, I spent 10 of them working in credit card fraud. So I got very used to seeing all types of scams and frauds, and, and now I still... Now I work for a different, I work for a media outlet. I can't, I'm not going to say which one. Nope, don't say. And, um, I'm still dealing with frauds and scams and all that type of stuff. I just, I cannot believe the number of stuff that people will do to rip other people off. It's ridiculous. And it was so funny because I'm really aggressive. It is. And people fall people. for it. Mm -hmm. I'm really aggressive with people when they call. And, you know, try to sell me something or something like that. And even Rebecca has heard me answer a phone one time, and I just completely ripped this person to shreds. 
cheap. And I'm like, I don't know. Is telemarketer. And yeah, she's I got like, Holy shit. She goes, Oh, your your car thing is up and I'm like and I'm like, Well what car is that? And she goes, Your car and I'm like, Yeah, and I want to find out which car it is. I don't have a car. I live in San Francisco. I take public transportation. I don't care. I don't have I don't I don't have to pay for parking. I don't have to pay for registration. I don't have to pay for insurance. I don't have a car. I've got a driver's license, but that's, you know, that's fine. But she was like, finally, I think, you know, I kept her on for like three minutes and then she hung up. I was like, oh my God, you know. Yep. Yep. I I have fun with those people. I do. I have fun with them. I have fun with talking to fraud suspects because they're, some of them are really bright and some of them are just. Oh, yeah stupid and it's like it's just incredible when i get bored i'll go on to youtube and i'll watch um i'll watch the guy that uh gets the irs fraud on the phone yeah those are great but but he his goal and you can see the guy his friend sitting behind him his goal is to do uh, name off as many disney movies as he possibly can to the person and there was one of them where he got to like over 20 or something and he would he rattle off. Oh. Yeah, he sang oh Queen. Uh, he sang Queen one time. Uh, Use all the lines in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh God, that's. Oh funny. God, I need to catch up with him then because yeah. I haven't watched his stuff in a while. Who and, is that? Yeah. Uh, then he'd say like, "Amadeus, Amadeus," you know. Just I mean, he would just go on every line. He'd respond to the Queen. Yeah. Cool. Funny. They, yeah. they they now are hunting down scammers. I see they've got their own uh, their own channel, of course, but now they're yep. hunting down. They to gave, find that. Yeah, they gave a lady back thirty five thousand dollars that she was scammed out of. Yeah. Whoa. It was oh, was, everybody was just bawling. I had tears in my eyes too over it. Uh, wow, I'm gonna have to look this stuff up. I haven't seen that guy in a while, but. But he's fabulous. Yeah. He's absolutely but I, fabulous. I had fun working in fraud. It was like it was really interesting to see what people would try and do. Well, see, I've got a friend who doesn't like to answer her phone when um, when there's a phone number she doesn't recognize. So she's like, she'll look at her phone and go, "Oh God, oh God, I don't know who it is." I'm like, "Give me the damn phone," and I'll answer it. And then I'll ask, well, who are you looking for? Well, what company are you with? You know, because it might be a model booking or something like that. But she always has those people saved. However, some models will change their phone numbers a lot. So she's like, oh, I don't want to miss out on something. But she gets really freaked out. And um, I'll I'll call – I'll ask her, do you know this person? You know, I'm like, do you know – and I'll tell her who it is. And that – I'll start asking this person all kinds of questions on the phone, like, what is this regarding? And um, I'm like, so you're just calling to waste her time. You know, time is money. You need to pay her. And I just, I'll come up with the most random (laughs) shit. And she's like, how do you do that? And I said, that's one of my games that I play is how quick-witted can I be? What excuse? I come up with and yeah. I have fun with that stuff and I've I've done stuff in front of Rebecca like oh my god oh my god why do you do that oh my god and and she it looks like she's physically in pain because she's out of the two of us she's the sweet nice one and right. I'm the one going ah, I'll kill your family you know <laughs> she's like why would you do that I'm like he started it 
I wasn't gonna call him. I could, I could go away with that. When I worked in Friday, it was like I'll get a lot of people, and I would like I would be really quiet, and I'd just let them talk because I figured the more they talked, the easier it was for me to lynch yeah. them. Oh, and absolutely! So I, Gather your info. I had, fun, I had fun with that too. Yeah. And they would inevitably, inevitably, it would like they would admit it, and I'd say, "You just admit it. We're not gonna take this in as fraud. You're done." You know. Right. So it was. I realize this is very off topic from. <laughs> <laughs> from what we're supposed <laughs> to be talking about. But I am going to check out your YouTube uh, site, too. My rants. Um, yeah. Rebecca told me I needed to start doing rants because I would just go on a tangent about something. She would say something, and I would just flip the hell out, and she goes, you seriously need to start just recording that stuff. So I started writing down in a little book, like, oh, a rant about this or that or, you know, and I would look things up. Pardon? Is it that difficult to do it? To do what? To, to do, like, the YouTube video things or? No. Uh, okay. It's super easy. I just never did it. And right. she's like, you need to start doing it. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. All right, hey, let's move over to let's move over to Douglas. Right, over over to Doug, Douglas here. Oh. Douglas, go ahead. How's it going tonight? Hi. <laughs> uh, so I've i a couple of your podcasts, uh, and they're really enjoyable to listen to. Um, and okay. you just you, you have the such a fun, quirky, outgoing attitude towards everything, which you know. I, mean, I think that sort of leads to some awkward, you know, fun moments during things. You know, have you ever had like an embarrassing, awkward moment that you could talk about in the industry? An embarrassing, awkward moment in the industry, it just in the industry in general, or or like you know, on film. Either one, you know, that that you're willing to talk about because, like I said, you just have that fun, bubbly personality that. I think leads to moments like that. Well, you know what? One of the one of the biggest things, and you'll hear Rebecca and I refer to this every once in a while, is when you get dick drunk. And I get dick drunk. And because I'm doing films with guys that have ginormous penises, and it's just like, Jesus Christ, you're gonna fuck me stupid. And this 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 is gonna be fun. And simple direction from a director I cannot comprehend I and and they're like Joss Joss turn around and I'm like what it completely shuts off there are no lights on she's no longer home she's not in there and it's really funny I've tried to turn around fell off a of bed on film on film just fell right off the damn thing um, Let's see, what else does, uh, some of the things that will come out of my mouth, I always tell them, you need to help me focus on what I'm supposed to say, like what's the topic, what's the name of the video that we're doing, that's um, Big Butt MILFs, oh, Big Butts and MILFs, got it, you know, I need a couple trigger words and I'll ramble about all these things. Um, another thing that happened on film that I didn't realize was happening, this was another one we talked about on the podcast, is um, um, I kept coming home 
and I had like all these bruises on my arm. I'm like, oh, I'm, I run into stuff all the time. Big ass, tiny feet. I bang into shit. I bounce off my walls. And it's just the way it happens. I've always been like this. That's it. I don't like to wear heels because I'll tip over. And um, I, I thought, well, I'm running into something. But it was on the inside. It wasn't on really the outside. It was in here. And, and um, I filmed like, it was something like three or four days in a row. I was really busy that week. And um, I'm, I'm in the scene and all this stuff, and I've got my arms up on the couch and getting into it and everything. And all of a sudden, I'm like, ow, ow, because my arm is bruised, right? My dumb ass was biting. I was like a small, angry chihuahua. I'm biting myself. Why the fuck am I doing that? Why am I doing that? That is the dumbest shit ever. And it's on film. You look hard enough, you'll fight like a small animal. And I couldn't figure out why I was bruised and I was doing it to myself. So... That's a whole, like, circle thing. <laughs> but even when I told Rebecca that story, she's like, the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know why I was doing it. I have no clue why I was doing it. No clue. No clue. So there's a couple. I've fallen off the bed. And, and some of the things that I say, you know, are, are just, uh, I get hired a, a lot in the beginning. I would get hired for talking because they would say okay so you need to get your stepdaughter to or no your daughter your daughter to fuck your boyfriend and you have to make sure your boyfriend's okay with it do you know how much bullshit goes through your head in order to work the conversation in order to get to that oh yeah yeah, that's the one we I did with Shawn Michaels. So, yeah, some of the stuff that that comes out of my mouth, I'm like, that was just a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I just kept talking until I got what I wanted. <laughs> and sometimes that's what you got to do is just keep talking until it sounds right. Exactly. So there's a few things. There's a few for you. <laughs> hey, Doug, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, you do have a very, very clear voice. Do you do any voiceover work or anything like that? Um, I have done, what have I done? I did uh, a couple of things for Eric Paul Erickson. Um, he had, a, a, in fact, I have a, a CD and it's audio. He does audio. It's like, it's like candy. It's like, 3D audio where somebody walks in the room over here and throws a bottle and it goes through your head and lands over here. His stuff is unbelievable. And he and I became friends surely by accident. And it turned out that he would do this audio stuff. And I, I actually uh, got a hold of a few of his audio things and made an entire podcast about him, which was amazing. It was just all his little things. But I've done some voiceover work for him on, he's like, I only need like four lines. And I'm like, well, I think I'm going to be down in that area on this day. Will you have time? And I'll work with him because I just, I appreciate people doing their art, showing their skills. So yeah, 
Yeah, you got a real clear voice, and that would be a really a even if it was like even for an instructional type of video, whatever mm -hmm. it was. You had to have a good voice. Ray, how are we doing today, Ray? Hey, what's going on? Ah, uh, nothing too much. Hi, Hi Jocelyn. Hello. Pleasure. Um, actually, I have two questions, but they're relatively quick. So I remember seeing you on a on a webcam site a while back. Um, I honestly forget the name. But I didn't know if you still did that or not. And uh, second question: Once COVID, like, I, I, I don't, I can't for for lack of a better term, it's gone. Um, will you, will you ever do like adult? Will I ever do adult what? Conventions, adult conventions, like you know, ABN, Exotica. Okay, um, yeah. camming. Yes, I'm still on cam. I'm not on all the time. Anybody that wants to follow me, I tell them all the time. Follow my social sites. Follow social okay. media. It's free. Whenever I'm getting ready to go on, like I'm going to be on in 10 minutes or whatever, I put it on there um, because I do not stick with a schedule. Like Rebecca Love goes on at this time. She's off at that time. Um, I don't do that. I've, I do so many other things. I never know when I'm going to have time. Um, so that's with camming, and I usually do it on StreamMate. Because the, the clients over on StreamMate are trained to pay people that are on cams.com or MyFreeCams or Chatterbait. They're trained to see how much they can get for free. Time is money. If I'm not making money while being live, I'm going to go and I'm going to make money doing something else. You know, oh, work is work. So that's why I do it the way that I do it. And um, even though StreamMate has one of the worst splits on pay, at least I know that I'm making something and it's worth my time. It's worth, it's worth my time to do, you know, and it gives something extra to anybody that does want to see me. So that's one. Um, the conventions, absolutely, absolutely. We live in Vegas. Rebecca Love and I live in Vegas. So, of course, we do AVN. We actually go to the Exoticas. Um, um, I've been to FetishCon, DomCon. I, I will go to as many as possible. Something that we actually tried to do and still do through the Adult Film Star Network podcast is the fan club. She, she started this thing to kind of uh, collect up money to pay for our flights. So every year for the last five years, I've gone to Exotica in Jersey. She's okay. been once, but I've been five times. We do not have a booth. We announce it on the podcast ahead of time. Find us. We're going to be there. Watch our Snapchat and I'll go, that bitch, just, that bitch just posted, and it was over there at the front with those strippers. I know where that is. Run over there. You will find us. And I, we tell people all the time, come up, say hello. She even gives away little buttons that says Adult Film Star Network. We'll take pictures. We are not those bitches that go, oh, yeah, you can take a picture of me for free. But if you want to be in the picture, you have to pay me $5. No. No, that's not cool. I, unless I am at a booth where I am trapped and nailed down, then you got to pay because you're paying me to not be a bitch because I don't like sitting in one spot. But if you find me and just, you know, hey, could you autograph this? Can you take a picture on my Snapchat with me? Whatever. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then I'll take a picture and I'll put you on my Snapchat and go, ha ha fuckers that weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've been to the Exoticas for the last couple of years, so I'll, I'll uh, definitely keep an eye out for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, listen to the podcast. And, in fact, it got to the point because I don't go to the East Coast very often. So I actually schedule it to where, depending on how everything works for, for when they're having it, because at first it was the, like the first weekend of November, and um, now they're, they're doing it like the end of October but before Halloween. I don't know why the hell they changed it, like two weeks or something. But um, I end up going into New York and, and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I have a blast when I'm out there. And I oh, take an extra know, day or know. two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks a lot, Ray. Well, I don't know. Jocelyn, I may not have given you the background of this group, but we are the uh, adult entertainment autograph collectors group. So we send stuff out, we get stuff back, we hunt you down at conventions to get autographs and yeah. selfies and collectibles. So this is kind of what we're all about is, is doing the autograph thing. I do think we have your, um, your name and your uh, post office box in our database. So if you get something from us, that's probably, it's probably from our group. I love that. I think not- I've, I've had a few people send me some stuff and usually, see, because... If somebody prints something out, don't send me, you know, with my entrails. It's not going to happen. I'm just going to go, forget it. Um, But if you send me a a decent picture that I'm allowed to mail, I'm going to autograph the hell out of it, send it back to you immediately. My thing is, print something out that you like that's appropriate for the mail. You know, there are laws. So I need, I need everybody to acknowledge, don't put my ass. I already have to fight society because I'm a big old slut. I don't need any help getting in trouble. So send something, a bikini, bra and panty, something like that. I will sign the hell out of it. You print it. Send me an envelope, self-addressed, stamped envelope. I'm going to... The day I get it, I'm going to send it right the fuck back to you. You okay. know, I'm not going, oh, my autograph costs this much. No, you put out the effort for the photo. You put out the effort to get it to me. You paid to get it returned to you. Why wouldn't I just sign it? Okay. You know? Okay. I'll, I'll certainly put the, the kind of the caveat in the, in the data box. Yeah. You have that, you know, you don't want it splayed open because – Again, like Rebecca said, there are rules too, and she doesn't know really who that photo is going back to. And all it mm-hmm. takes is one one seventeen year old to get that photo, and then everybody's in trouble. Right, and he thinks he's going to get the mail, and it, that's the day that his mother opens the mailbox and gets it. Mm-hmm. Right. Plus, there's there's states that you are not allowed to sell porn, divvy up porn, mail porn any of that stuff, and I believe Oklahoma is one of them. Right, right. It's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. Right. So you know what? Because I'm not bright enough to store all that information, I just don't fucking do it. <laughs> and as a reminder, next week we're going to be having uh, Sharon Mitchell on with us. And <gasps> nice. Actually, and actually I'm going to be at Sharon's place, so we're just going to flip the webcam around and, 
and she'll be right there with us. So it's uh, that's so cool. She's she's really a sweetheart, and we're gonna we're gonna have uh, a nice time with Sharon. I know it's gonna be a very very popular one that week, so you want to get on early. So anyway, uh, Frank is with us. Frank, how are you doing tonight? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I can hear you. Oh, and I can see you. So you're doing good. That's a hundred percent improvement over last time. Question for Jocelyn. Yeah. Uh, not really. I'm just uh, listening right now, uh, trying to. Uh, this is my first uh, Zoom on on here, other than the last time I screwed everything up. So, <laughs> I I just want to get the feel of the thing for right now, and then maybe you can come back to me in a while. All right. I certainly will. So anyway, it's. Uh... That's, Frank's kind of a virgin on this deal here, Jocelyn. So Big time. <laughs> handle with care. <laughs> handle with care. Whatever it Be takes. Delicate. Be delicate till he gets used to it. Right. <laughs> now, we used to have a member that was like, well, I really don't want to send out any nudity. The next thing you know, you send out just the most graphic stuff and having the girls write the most graphic stuff. And, and then his mom, he made his mom pay for all of it. But he's not in our group anymore. So that. Oh, Aaron <laughs> is with us. Aaron, what's going on today? I'm just kind of sitting here enjoying the uh, ambiance, so to speak. I'm more just learning about Jocelyn than anything else. So thanks for putting me on the hot seat. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I have to admit, I've only seen a little bit of your work. Um, so I don't really know too much about you, so I was just kind of sitting here learning and, you know, just kind of, you know, uh, taking it all in, so to speak. Nice. And, and you know what? There's, there's some people that um, go, oh, well, I don't know who you are, and uh, that's fine. Do you know how many thousands of girls film and go, I'm a porn star? I... Uh, I do stuff behind and I am so okay with somebody not knowing everything that I do. I'm so okay with that. And I know some girls get upset by it. Some guys even get upset like you don't know who I am. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Let's have a drink. Let's talk. It'll be fun. Because now there's no pressure. There's no like, oh, my God, that time when you were doing this thing with your leg and you bit your own arm. <laughs> you know, right, what right. about that? <laughs> right, exactly. Like I said, I've seen I've seen a few of your loops on a particular website, but I mean, Thanks. when I say that, I've seen like maybe all they've had available, which is like maybe like four or five of them, and um, you know, one of them is like where you're, you know, um, dominating like a, you know, like your stepson or you know what have you. So I have seen those, but. Like yeah. I said, you see maybe like a handful of your work. So that's why I was like, well, you know, let me come on. Let me, you know, let me, let me learn about her. Well, with that, you know, I, I do very, uh, very straight, normal boy, girl stuff. I've done girl, girl stuff. I've done group stuff. I've, um, I, the second scene I ever did was interracial. And it was funny because they asked me, will you do interracial? And I'm like, well, I just did. Um, he was Mexican, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying. And they're like, oh no, no, no. Uh, uh, we meant like bl a black, a black guy. And I'm like, 
well, is he cool? Is he a dick? Why are you making this a big deal? Why are you making this weird? You know? And I thought we were just going to, like, be fucking. You know? I'm not trying to date the guy. I got a boyfriend, you know? And um, when I got in the industry, I had a boyfriend that approved every single guy that I ever worked with. So then I started doing all these different videos, and I found out I really enjoy doing a lot of the fetish and everything. I've done events, long, week-long events in Jamaica and, and Dominican Republic and stuff like that, as well as in Vegas and L.A. But um, some of the stuff, they're like, okay, will, will you be uncomfortable if it's taboo and you're doing something to your son? I'm like, he's not really my kid. I don't care what the hell you call him as long as he's cool to work with, you know, so because I was so open with the stuff going, yeah, fuck it, let's have fun, and that I'm on a lot of those sites where it's right. like, oh, Jocelyn, Epson, blah, 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 and it's like, you know, oh, the only thing that will break your fever is a hand job, and I'm thinking, seriously, that's what you came up all right, <laughs> mommy, you'll make it better, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, this shit is funny, I've even done the grandma stuff now, you know, they're like, uh, we don't want you to be offended, and I'm like, is the check going to clear, because that's <laughs> what will fucking offend me, <laughs> you right. want me to work, you want me to sign the release, you want me to bring two forms of ID? You want me to get tested? You want me to fuck some dude? I, I, the only thing that is going to offend me is if the, the check bounces. Right. If the check I'm like, bounces. That's, so I end up just, wait, I just shot for uh, a company last week and uh, a week, two weeks ago. God, I can't even remember at this point. But it's called Perv Nana. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Dude, this is about to get fucking weird. <laughs> and I was just mouthing off the whole time. You know older women can do it better. Oh, God. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. So, so, so yeah, then, I like that you saw some weird fetishy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I admit it. I saw some of it. Um, you know, like I said, there's a site on, um, on the Internet that I do that I do watch. And like I said, I think they had about maybe five of your loops, and I think I've seen, like, three of them. But, like, nice. you know, one of them is, like, you know, where you're saying, like, you know, how does it feel that, you know, I'm, you know, that you're being, like, you know, raped by your stepmom, you know, something like that because you're not doing all your chores and keeping up with stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, that's 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 a hell of a screenplay, you know. Um, yeah. But um, with, with yeah. your career, let me let me ask then. Um, is there one performer in particular, female, male, that you really enjoy working with the most? No. And let me tell you why. Because everybody asks that. Because they have their favorite scene or their favorite penis that they like to watch or, or favorite tits and ass they like to watch, whatever. My thing is, is when I book a scene, I get rid of everything else, and it's about me and that person. So when you see a video with me and that person, people are like, oh, my God, you look like you're really having a good time. And I'm like, 
because I was. <laughs> I wasn't thinking, oh, my God, his dick isn't as big as Shane Diesel's. You know? Why the fuck would I be thinking about Shane Diesel when Shane ain't in the room? Right. So I am committed to that person, to the script or basic content that they want, you know, the, the nana, the mom, the MILF, the, the you know, aggressive dom, whatever. Um, that's what I'm committed to. I show up and I do the best job I can. And the first thing is, is getting every, everybody else out of my head and only having a scene with that person with that director guiding me and everything. So um, I can actually say there's only twice that I've been a little annoyed by my male counterpart and I would never work with them again just because they were shitty human beings. And it's like, oh, no, 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 wrong bitch. (laughs) Wrong one. Because if you wrap your hand around my throat again, we're going to fight, and we're going to fight oh, on no. film. So there's only two two where I was like, this is not working. Director, you need to talk to him, talk him off whatever ledge he thinks he's going to jump on my neck from. you know. But I still finished the scene. I wasn't a complete asshole you know, and went from there. So it's easier to say who I wouldn't work with because I like to play a game too. And which is really fucked up. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't. I should not do this. It. It's just dumb. But don't tell me who the male talent is. I. I want to meet him that day, ten minutes oh, before I'm okay. fucking. So a lot of times, unless you've seen me work with somebody before, that's the first time I'm meeting him. Okay. I didn't get his name. I didn't get his name. I know the company I'm working for. I know the director and all this stuff. And then some dude walks in. I'm like, is that him? And they're like, no, that's the PA. And I'm like, huh, I would have fucked the PA. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Oh, no, that's the cook. Fuck. That guy was cute, too. Andy can cook. Okay, good to know. Noted, noted. You know, and and then the guy finally walks in. I'm like, oh, nice, nice job. You know, because now it's my turn to get excited about it. It's, I get excited about having the conversation. We always do a five-minute conversation. You know, don't uh, – my thing is you can grab my boobs really hard, no problem. You grab my nipples, I poke you in the eye. Don't know why, just hate it. That's me. I'm weird. Um, you stick anything down my throat, I get to keep it. So oh, think of it. See these teeth? Do you see how big they are? Do you really want to stick your dick all the way down my throat? No, you don't. So let's come to terms with that. And I make a joke about it. And you stick anything in my butt, turn about is fair play. I get to do it to you. So that's how we're going to play. And they're laughing, going, oh, my God, you're funny. First thing they do, go for the nipples. I do the hand thing. and, And they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and they grab a hold of it, you know, and then they remember, and it's funny, and we have a really good time, and yeah, it's all about me and that person, and I start joking around, just going, oh yeah, this is going to be fun, and it's, it's a blast, so I don't choose just one, 
because I really like them all. And I don't want to choose. I like all the colors of the rainbow. So do you prefer so do you prefer more working with male counterparts than female counterparts? Or are you okay with both? I'm okay with both. I'm totally okay with both, but I'm definitely I'm definitely a cock hound. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. I like me. I, you know, you can throw some pussy at me here and there. Um, it'll go a lot better if you throw an extra pussy at me with a dick in the middle and let us kind of cat fight over it. Okay. Um, that's a lot of fun. But when it comes down to it, I definitely am super, super straight. But of course, on everything you got to put by because I've done all kinds of girl, girl stuff. You know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, if it holds still, I'll probably fuck it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. All right. Okay. Nice. Great. Hey, let's go over to uh, Philly to the uh, Rodney Dangerfield of porn. Eric Motti is with us. Eric, how you doing? I'm doing fine, Patrick. Thanks. I had a run in the check on Maddie. He was keeping out of trouble. Uh, new I family member. It. New family member alert. Yeah, he just got an alert. Three-month-old three month kitten. No, I am um, Jocelyn. Yes. Uh, yeah, I broke in in 83, and I worked to the last, it was the, the middle days of the golden age, and I worked till 99. So nice. I did, um, but I was kind of like, you know, the uh, the bookish guy, you know, the kind of guy, guy girls like to work with, the bookish, you know, nerdy guy, you know. So I think uh -huh. a lot of girls seem to like that, you know. But now I'm just, I'm just sitting here interestingly listening because, you know, things have changed a lot in the industry over the years, you know. <laughs> so. Absolutely, because, you know, what? there's so many people in the industry now that it, you never know who you're going to run into. You don't exactly. know who you're going to do a scene with. You and, and a lot of them have been in for like three minutes, and you're like, oh, yeah, because okay. Because the, the girl would know ahead of time who they want to be with. You know, they would know ahead of time. So they'd say, right. you work with you or something like that. But no, I, I, like, I like listening to your stories. You're a good storyteller. Thanks. No. And I just... So I have nothing else to add, but I'm just sitting here taking it all in. Yay. Somebody want to know if you're a, a stand-up comic, if you do comedy. I have done, okay, so I am not the stand-up comedian in, in our duo, uh, Rebecca Love and I. Um, she is a stand-up comedian. However, because I've got a mouth and I can tell stories, she has taken me in and I've actually sat at the writing table with a whole bunch of comedians and help them write and they're like can I steal that can I steal this and I'm like I'm not gonna say it to anybody else you know I'm not writing whatever you want so that's as close as I've gotten with that but um, Rebecca Love has drugged me on the stage a couple of times for different things and she came up with this one idea um, topics from the hat and that is, if you look on, I believe it's on Adult Film Star Network, or it's on YouTube, and you can do hashtag topics from the hat. And what it is, is we actually physically have a hat, and people throw questions, comments, a word, whatever, and we have to pull out the thing from the hat and look at it and answer the question or tell a story or something like that. Mm. And um, um, she set it up to where the, it's audience participation because they're filling the hat. 
and her and I go up on stage and we're answering this stuff and it's absolutely hilarious. Right. It really is. Somebody, uh, that one video she edited it together and somebody wrote on a piece of paper, nasal cavity. Really? And she just goes, no. And I'm like, okay, so I was doing a pop shot one time. And I had an entire story. This fucker, it up one side, then he shot it up the other side. I mean, it was like he aimed. And of course, because I'm human and I'm breathing, what happens? Come bubble. <laughs> and it's on video. And she's, the whole place is just dying laughing. And it's a true story. So from something as simple as nasal cavity, I had a story. So that's the close, and it was on stage, and I'll go up on stage with Rebecca, but eh, whatever. I'm not interested in being up there alone, but I love, I love comedy, so I'm friends with a lot of comedians. Ray wanted to know about a, a PG photograph, and I've got one in our Dropbox, and that's what it looks like. <gasps> I love that picture. I yeah. do. So... I love I'll, that I'll post the link to the Dropbox photo, and you guys can, can use that if you want or find right it or whatever. But anyway, that's what we have. Um, that whole photo set, that whole photo set, it actually that, that outfipper that goes from like almost my belly button all the way up my ass crack. So it's like I had my boobs that unzipped and everything, but I was still really clothed. It was right. very strange. I love that outfit. <laughs> but but uh, no topless, though, or can we do topless? I'd prefer not. Okay. Not a problem. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. That's, that's I, you know, find there's so much out there. Find your fannies or something like that or ass and boob, you know, ass and bra type thing. And, yeah, but the male, it's federal. They they freak right. me out. Right, right. Yeah. Jorge from Florida is with us. Jorge, how you doing? Great, great. Thanks, Pat. Yourself? Good, good. I, I usually have you first, now you're last. I did a reverse order this week. No, no worries, no worries. It's okay. I guess paying back on, on what Aaron was saying, um, yeah, I really don't, um, I was reading you broke into like l the late 90s and I've, se I've seen a few, few scenes of you and, you know, still learning who you are, et cetera, et cetera, but my question to you, um, I guess, what, what's your opinion on, on what's going on with, uh, with Ron Jeremy? If you, did you ever meet him and had situations with him, et cetera, et cetera? I did a scene with him. I did a scene with him um, and, and had an absolute blast because professional on set, Fuck yeah. See, there's, you know, I get confused with a lot of, a lot of what's happening because there's so many, and he is not the first person that some things have come out. And right. I mean, mainstream porn, uh, office workers, you know, uh, all of that. There's some people that won't speak up for themselves when something happens, and I get very confused by that because they give someone else the power. Like, oh, my God, that's Ron Jeremy, you know, and, and I could never tell him no because it's Ron Jeremy. You know what? You don't want somebody's fingers on you. Right. You tell them no. 
I don't give a flying fuck who he is or right. who he thinks he is or okay. how long he's been in a certain industry. And that goes for mortgage and stuff like that. I had a guy one time when I was working in mortgage come up. He taught Bible classes. And then he would come up and grab my tits. Finally, one day I turned around. I I yanked him into the supply closet, ripped my shirt up, and said, <laughs> "Okay, dude, it ends here." Right. You know. Okay. And, Ooh! I blocked the door. I backed him up, and I'm like, "You want to play bitch? You want to play chicken? Let's do this." I didn't care about my job. I didn't care who I was going to upset. I didn't care about sexual harassment because I here. You know right. what I mean? There's a lot of people going, oh, all these years ago, all these years ago, all this stuff happened. Should you have said something? Yes. You know, I, I, some of it, it just really confuses me because so many of these stories, I need more information. Okay. I can't make a determination because I need more information. Was it a little toddler, a little, and that's what I call the 18, 19-year-old? If you ain't old enough to drink, I don't think you should be able to fuck on film because seriously, bitch, you don't know where your clit is. And, and cum control, you know, ejaculation control, probably don't have it yet. So 21 and under shouldn't be filming um, just because they need to grow out of toddler stage. And that's just my opinion because I'm an old hag. So there you go. <laughs> I got <laughs> right. my opinions and I'm sticking to them. And then but, also, yeah. Pay yeah, back. With, with a lot of that stuff, you know, there's a lot of them that don't understand that you can say no to something. Correct. You right. know, and they just didn't know. And back it up a little bit further, where were their agents? When they told their agent, did the agent check in with them? How was everything? So on and so forth. You know, there's a lot of information missing. Yes. And I need the information for every single fucking one. Right. I can't make a lump sum. No, that's the way we cast votes in, in government, and I refuse to do it in the adult industry. They lump a whole bunch of things together and go, the one in bold, if you say yes to that, from this point forwards, you get fucked in the ass every night at 10 p.m. <laughs> I agreed to that. All I said was I wanted our borders to, to be run by the United States of America and not Europe. That's all I said. Now I get ass fucked every night at 10 p.m. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and then I also, I also like messing when they, when supposedly they call you from the social security, saying that you're, you're. Oh, I, I love that. I always tell them, oh yeah, when's the police coming to arrest me? <laughs> oh my God, send him. Well, I have your address. Really? What is it? Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll be send waiting. <laughs> yeah, bring it. Are you gonna talk to me until they show up? I'm totally waiting. Should I eat lunch first, or do you think they'll have snacks? <laughs> <laughs> and last thing, thank you, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you, guys. This is fun. This is fun. I like this. I didn't know what to expect, so I'm I'm loving this. <laughs> All right, let's let's run back real quick to Frank because we 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 he he, he took a pass, and now you've had a champ, Frank. Yeah. Have you ever uh, done a scene? that you regretted doing later? Scene that I regretted doing? Um, 
I can't say that I have. No, no, because I think it through. I really think it through. Um, I, I've really been around some really good mentors, and I have, I, I think, I think when it comes to the adult industry, I don't regret anything, anything that I've filmed, any of the weirdness, the taboo, the fetish, the ball kicking, the, you know, whatever it is that they want me to do. I don't, I don't regret any of that because I made sure it was between me and that person I was working with. Um, so I believe we were both in a good consensual place when we did anything that we did. Um, now, there's a couple of nightclubs that I left before I got in the adult industry, and I left the wrong guy, and, you know, I regretted that shit. <laughs> but in the adult industry, nah. No, no, because I think it through. I think it through first and go, how am I going to feel about this? You know, if my mom or my dad comes up to me and says, so, I see you do granny porn, I'm going to go, yep. <laughs> sure do, you know, so I, I think about that, you know, I, uh, another weird thing that I do in my head, when I do something, when I say something, will I be able to say, I did this um, um, in the intentions of doing no harm to someone, um, and I believed I was doing the right thing. And I am willing to stand in front of a judge in a court of law with my parents standing behind me, listening to every fucked up word I have to say. You know, that's, that, that's how I think about the stuff. Can I hold my own if somebody comes at me? And I've had people come at me. So, and I got to be able to hold my own. So I don't regret any, any of the weird-ass decisions, even like the gray wigs and the big mole and stuff like that. Nope. Nope. I'll do it again. <laughs> Great. Thank you. All right. Mm -hmm. Appreciate everybody coming out tonight. Again, a big thanks to Jocelyn Stone for participating. We're going to put all of her uh, links, like her OnlyFans and her uh, Twitter and her Snapchat and all that sort of stuff, plus her website. Now, you also own Jocelyn's Garage, too. I do. That's my official site. I don't focus super, super hard on it. It's my garage. And of course, it. what does everybody keep in their garage? Because I was thinking, oh my God, if I do just triple X, then it has to always be porn. What, if, what about this? What about that? So I thought, oh, Jocelyn's garage. You throw all your shit in the garage. It could, could be Christmas stuff. It could be used socks. You know, I throw everything in there so you don't know what you're going to get in there you really don't a lot of still photos a lot of videos a lot of old stuff a lot of friends one of my friends we were at a pool party and they were blowing bubbles what the fuck it's on there you know it's like what it's the shit you would find in jocelyn's garage excellent well fantastic again uh we certainly want to thank you next week again sharon mitchell will take care of her when we get out to portland and uh, again, uh, Jocelyn, thank you so much for uh, helping us out. And we hope that uh, the karaoke bar is going to be open again sometime, and we'll get out there and do a little singing. Little bit. <laughs> so. Yes, definitely, definitely. Oh my God, thank you so much for the invite. This was a lot of fun. <laughs>